Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. Matt, I missed you over the break. It's good to start a new season. Missed all the Finest Work fans. Would love to hear from one of them. You're in luck, because we did hear from one of them. (gasps) We do get emails from Finest Work fans, and we love to read some of these in a segment we call Kenny Gmail. This Kenny G email is, how do I say this? An actual real email? I mean, I don't know if you guys have caught on, but sometimes they're not exactly <laughs> legit emails. I never know the difference. So this was an email that came to us in reference to our Christmas 2023 epipod, and it came to us from Jerome. Jerome have a last name? He does. Ferrara? Jerome! I know Jerome. Okay, okay. What's he got to say? So Jerome says, first of all, tell Matt Stevens to go Oh. No, he didn't say that. Oh, good. Gosh. (laughs) That would would have been interesting. (laughs) Merry Christmas, Jerome. So Jerome appropriately took us to task for something we talked about on our Christmas Epipod, where we got on the subject of Buster Poindexter. And uh, I believe you said, hey, does he exist outside of the 80s? And I said, oh, does he exist outside of the Scrooge soundtrack? (laughs) Take that, Buster. Busted. To which Jerome very politely said, did you guys not realize that he was actually in the New York Dolls? What? Which is a pretty influential punk band, glam band, because his real name is David Johansson. And as soon as I got this email, I was like, of course I knew that. Just one of those moments where we forget about these things. To his credit, Trom says, it's understandable that you wouldn't have known this. Because you're idiots. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, Buster Poindexter didn't exist until the 80s, so he did exist outside of the 80s. But mostly only in Bill Murray's 2015 Christmas special, where you can find him singing Fairy Tale of New York. And he goes on to say, so in, in hindsight, we were right. Buster Poindexter existed only in the 80s, but David Johansson existed. That is the most beyond. gracious correction. That really is. That's yeah. a, it's called a gentle correction. That's very kind of you, yes. Jerome. But I sincerely am glad that you pointed that out. I had no idea. You know, I'm aware of the New York Dolls, but it's not a band that I've really listened to. It's more one of those bands that it feels like the impact of that band is greater than the reach it had in America. I would agree. The only other uh, Buster Poindexter reference I had was when I was in seventh grade, we took a cruise to the Bahamas. And that was when the song Hot, 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 Mm -hmm. Feeling Hot, Hot, Hot was big. On a cruise in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Every 45 seconds, you were hearing that song. Can you imagine working on that cruise? It was probably just a loop. Yeah. How did he get then from being in the New York Dolls to being Buster Poindexter? That's one of life's all-time mysteries. (laughs) It's like the Bermuda Triangle of rock and roll. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you, Jerome. Yes. Thrilling way to start the new season. So we thank you, Jerome. And thank everyone who sends us emails. You can send them to us at finestworksongs at gmail.com and send those in. And maybe we'll read one of yours in a future Kenny Gmail segment. Well, the excitement continues, Matt, because today, welcome back to the Finest Work Song Studio for the second time, Madison Hill. Yeah. Woo! Thank you. It's great to be back. Madison was on before with our James Taylor epipod. Makes sense that I'm back for Usher. Full circle. We had to bring him back because we reward winners here on Finest Work Song. Madison, the James Taylor epipod is our... Fifth most popular epipod. That's awesome. That's yeah. great news. I'm just yeah. hearing that. They love some Madison. Yeah. I'm just hopeful that this can repeat the the fun we had on James Taylor. 
We have a high standard for yeah. our two-time guests. I want to make sure that it wasn't just a fluke with the James Taylor thing, that you really know what you're doing here, okay? Oh, goodness. I've got a little quiz for you. Okay. Okay. And this is to make sure that you don't know just things about James Taylor, and then we haphazardly brought you on. And so I'm going to share with you a lyric, and you're going to tell me, is this James Taylor or Usher? <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay. It's going to be really There's hard. a lot of overlap in yeah. some of their songs. Yeah. If you had a dime for every time James Taylor used the word boo in his <laughs> yeah. songs, I mean, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, here we and go. Matt, uh, we'll have Madison guess first, and then you can guess okay. after that. We'll start off pretty simple. All right, you just call out my name, and you know wherever I am, I'll come running. James. Right. James. Locked James. In. Okay. Yep. JT. James. Getting loose. Getting loose here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oof. How many was that? Go, <laughs> Usher. <laughs> I'm going, Usher. Yep. Trust me on this one. It was Usher. Yep. Okay. You supply the satisfy, and I'll supply the need. It all depends on how you say that one, you know. If it's got a little sass to it, or uh, I'm gonna go Usher. I'll go James Taylor. You supply the satisfy. Yeah, I'm gonna go Usher. Okay, that's James Taylor. <laughs> Dang it! From you make it easy. Uh, it follows. I can't help the way I feel, though. I know just where it leads. Oh, oh that's man. yeah. That so, could have been Usher. Yeah. Mm, me and my wife, we've got the rest of our life to make this thing right, but you and me will only see tonight. Usher's been divorced twice. Oh, man. I'm locked in on Usher, though. It seems like a very poetic line for Usher. It's so hard to take him out of <laughs> out of his rhythm. I'll just go Usher on that one, too. Yeah, why not? James Taylor. That's James Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who knew James Taylor was such a swinger? Yeah. I mean, it was the 70s and all, but James. Goodness gracious. They all call him sweet baby James for nothing. Okay. There's always that one person that will always have your heart. I know that one, and I know I think I know the song. I'm going Usher. I'm going Usher. That's it's the beginning uh, Usher. of the song. Yeah. From my boo. Yeah. Yeah. With Alicia Keys. All right. There's no exception. One day we got to look each other in the eye. You learn all these lessons when you're in love. You're going to learn? How you... you learn all these lessons when you're in love. I think this is a trick. <laughs> I think that one sounds like James. But I, because we're here on the Usher, I'm just going to say Usher. From, I'll say Usher. James Taylor. That's Usher. Oh. Ah, all right. Some lessons for the lover. Needed it. <laughs> Hold on to the bun, baby. Work it on out. <laughs> I'm going James Taylor on that, I think. I'm going Usher. That's James Taylor. Yeah. A song called Chili Dog. <laughs> Hold on to the bun, baby. Work Dang. it on out. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. She jumps at the chance to tease me with her body. Lord, I love that thing so. <laughs> okay. I'll go Usher. Usher. That's James Taylor. <laughs> no. From Fool for You. <laughs> James, you, you dog. James is. I had no idea. Deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to give her what she wants when she wants it, where she wants it. Parentheses. All right. How she wants it. <laughs> I'm going Usher. I mean, I want to say Usher, but at this point, I'm yeah. so confused. I'll go James Taylor. Yeah. That's James Taylor. <laughs> You've got to give her what she wants, when she wants it, where she wants it. I see you want to take it slow. Go and drop it to the floor real low. You know I want you bad because I've been all on that. <laughs> Gosh, I hope I'm right on this one. I'm going to say Usher. I, too, am going to say Usher. Yeah, that Just... one's Usher. From OK. Here's what we learned from that. Madison's got a lane of <laughs> topics that he... I mean... His top two artists. You know... <laughs> 
I feel exposed already. I, James Taylor, I feel like I can listen all the way through his albums. Yeah. Uh, sure. I just don't know. He's just got some incredible songs and then something that really drops off. <laughs> so, Of all of our guests, one of my favorite memories associated with an album was when you talked about your memory with James Taylor and your family and growing up. And so uh, we always like to begin with our memories. What is your memory of Usher Madison? In 1998, I got to go on a mission trip to the Bahamas. I was a middle schooler, but it was the high school mission trip. Were they still playing, feeling hot, hot, hot? Yes, they were still doing that. (laughs) They were doing that. I got to go on the mission trip and I borrowed a disc man, didn't have, you know, many CDs. And so I stumbled upon Usher from a a buddy, Richard Blankenhorn, who let me listen to all his CDs on the, the flight over there. I sat out all week long on some rocks outside of this church and just looked out at the ocean and just listened to Nice and Slow (laughs) and a couple other songs on repeat, having no idea, I think, really what I was listening to as like a seventh grader. Was everyone else like busting their butts working? They're like, oh, yeah. Come on, man. My dad was the pastor, so I got to go on the mission trip and I wasn't supposed to. And my sister was mad. I was there and... I found Jesus on that trip, and I truly discovered Usher. It has been a, it's been an impactful trip to say the least. In Abaco, a small island in the Bahamas, I listened to that CD. Just, I mean, I think it probably had four or five songs, and just listened to it on repeat the whole week. That's amazing. I'll find a picture. I, I know exactly where I sat and listened all week. <laughs> so, then they're like, "Hey." Let me tell you about Jesus. And you're like, I get it. I'm ready. I know what a relationship is like. (laughs) Yeah, I was primed. I think it was like the album got me ready for what I needed to hear that week. Both of those things changed my life in many ways. (laughs) So I'm sure there are many connections that we'll find between JC and Usher. What album are we doing today? While it might not have been my first choice, I feel like the Confessions album had four number one songs on it. I thought we had to go that that route. To be honest, even if you hadn't chosen this album, we'd still be at least playing this first song we're going to start with. Yeah. song yeah right but ludicrous's verse oh is so dirty so i mean 
I've been to some of the most holy weddings, and right. then one hour later, this song. <laughs> I mean, everyone I've been in over and everything. I mean, it's like <laughs> all bets are off. Yeah, obviously, I knew the song, and the song, you know, everywhere in the ether at this point. Gotta say, I never really watched the video until this week. It's a good video. It's a great video, and I don't know if I've seen it. What uh, happens? Well, I mean, You'd it's, it's, it's what you would expect from a song with this uh, subject matter. But the best part to me is like at the very beginning, like the women are going, "Usher, usher, usher," <laughs> and then Lil John goes, "Lil John," and like he jumps, <laughs> jumps into, into the screen. <laughs> it's just like, whoa! Yeah. Like it's so like disorienting. The video's got him sliding in. You'd recognize it. It's like okay. a black floor, and he comes sliding in. It's it's and he's, he's holding like liquor. <laughs> yeah, you know, the whole course. way through. Yeah. yeah, you give little John a mic. He's gonna make his presence known. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, it's such a. And now I can't unhear that part. Like I like right. I never really had honed in on his contributions oh, yeah. until watching the video. I want to hear him talk. <laughs> Does he talk like that? I'm gonna see if I can pull something up real quick. Little John on like the Charlie Rose show yeah. or something. The Pencils of Promise organization has impacted nearly a quarter of a million students around the world. The charity has helped build nearly 590 schools <laughs> and delivered more than 1,000 water filters to communities in need. Rapper, world famous rapper, Lil John, has been working with Pencils of Promise for Lil. more than a <laughs> yeah. decade now. Uh, and Lil. we have him here. You know it's a special day when we have chairs here. I was going to bring that up. On New Central. <laughs> this is, he this sounds is so, so outrageously wonderful. The Thanks world, for having me. So oh, there he is. I was inspired. One time I went to one I of the charity every once guys. While he had a little And tip. I was okay. inspired <laughs> uh, by a couple of things about how much money they were raising that night. I can hear it in there. Yeah, yeah. The but it's, he's a gentle guy who's pushing pencils <laughs> for kids. <laughs> like any hit, there's always some legend surrounding it. Lil John, as a producer and a beat maker, he had all these beats and everything. Jive Records had commissioned him to make tracks for Mystical, the rapper. Hmm. Mystical would only pick two, which then Lil John could have the rest to give to other labels. He didn't know that Jive Records gave one of the leftover tracks to Petey Pablo. Oh, ding. Matt always strives to make the North Carolina connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I and, love uh, it. There's Petey Pablo for you. Done. And that is the beat that became Freak a Leak. <laughs> I didn't know Petey Pablo had two songs. There's a chance we know some of those women. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the fact he's from the area. Yeah. <laughs> but the beat, listen to the beat in the background. W Boom Boom P, the radio station that plays all the new hip hop and R and B. So you can that hear the the boom clap and then the little, to put a little right. It's got the same elements. Yeah. That was the beat that he was gonna use for Usher. Pablo is not gonna give up the song, but that was the original beat for yeah. And so he had to go back and do something different. And then he comes up with this. Which is way better. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about listening to Freak a Leak now, though. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll warn you about the rest of the lyrics in the song. I went to the chorus for a reason. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so I can only imagine. Be careful. But then again, with, with what you are into with James Taylor and Usher, like it's, 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 it's right up your alley. Yeah, it's right in my alley. And Usher is, he's a southerner. For what it's worth. So James Taylor, North Carolina roots. Yep. But I married a woman from Chattanooga, 
and it felt fitting. That's where <laughs> Usher grew up. Was that the final? Yeah, that was the final. Like she did take me around and say, like, this is where Usher went to middle school and I, or elementary school. And I was like, you're the this one. Is the one. This is <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> I was like, so I'm thankful that he's at least Southerner. Got the Atlanta. He's always rocked the Braves hat. So I learned the hat flip, the A-Town. He does a hat flip and he can roll the hat up his arm. Mm. And I spent hours. And did I, you get it? Oh, yeah, I got it. And he'll do it in his shows, bull move, because it's a drop of the hat, a catch of the hat, and then a flip and a roll and lands on the head. And he probably nails it 99% of the time. I'd say 100%, but yeah. <laughs> he is bold because also he roller skates yeah. all over the stage. Yeah. You know, nice. people dance around a roller rink. Like yeah. He does that. Even if you're really good at it, the chances of falling are much greater. Yeah. And in this day and age, you could look really stupid. His shows, there's nothing like it. I mean, compared to a James Taylor show, the <laughs> entertainment. I mean, they're both dirty subjects. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirty yeah. Matter, but. but, I mean, you're paying just as much for the entertainment value of what you're going to get to watch. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and also, this was an afterthought. The album was done, and the record label said, we need more. We don't have the hit. And wow. they were excited about Burn, but they needed something even more powerful. And Little John says, that's where I came in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Call Little John. This spent 12 weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Usher in 2004 was in the number one spot of the Billboard Hot 100 54% of the year. Jeez. thought you were going to say 54 weeks of the year. It <laughs> <Yeah>. was unbelievable. <laughs> A run we've never yeah. seen before or since. <laughs> the only thing that took yeah off was burn. Incredible that you're knocking yourself out of the top spot. And then Burn came back, and then Confessions Part 2 took off Burn. Jeez. Unbelievable. At the end of the year, my boo came back. This is my senior year of high school, by the way. So, I mean, I'm driving in. Oh, yeah. Already thinking I own the place. And (laughs) You've got the hat flip on um, I've learned the hat flip. If you parked in people's parking spots, it was only a $5 fine that you had to pay before you graduated. So I would pull in jamming this album. So excited. And I'd park horizontal across my spot (laughs) and my friend Matt's spot. So he would then show up five minutes before the bell. And you wouldn't have a parking spot and have to go park at Optimus, which is the pool parks and rec all the way across the street. So dirty. And so they would put a $5 ticket on my car and I'd be like, yeah, it's worth it. But I just remember like cutting Usher off, parking horizontal, taking up two spots and walking into school. Like this is my hat flip. Yeah, man. You were crushing it. When you're peeking and you know it and you're just like, (laughs) I'm going to take this year, all that it is. (laughs) So. So I often will listen to the album to prepare while making dinner. Yeah, Something about cooking makes it more communal and family-oriented if there's music playing mm-hmm. instead of just like, oh, there's dad in there with his headphones on. Yeah. And so the other night I put this on, and as soon as Yeah starts, all three of my girls dancing and like singing the melody, they know the song. Yeah. But again, to your point, it's played at weddings, it's played everywhere, but ludicrous is filthy and we just overlook it yeah you know it's just like yeah he can do this he can say this in my kitchen yeah my daughter can hear it i'm only bummed that yeah is the song that the next generation it's the only usher song they really associate Mm -hmm. that's the only downfall about yeah i had a friend's daughter tell me recently this is his only good song oh just really hurt how old is she She's probably nine. So you were talking to a nine-year-old about Usher? (laughs) Uh, Believe it or not, my friend called me and said, hey, my daughter needs to tell you something. And she was like, yeah, it's the only good song. On Apple Music, I made her a playlist and shared it to my friend and said, just play this on the way to school this week and have her call me back and tell me 
That's his only good song. I haven't heard back. This was a couple of weeks ago. As you're getting off the phone call, she's like, oh, yeah, one more thing. James Taylor also sucks. Sucks, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, come on. Yeah, so I've got a love-hate for yeah. When you love the catalog of an artist, you want people to explore more and mm-hmm. to know really how good they are and yeah. not reduce okay. them to like, this hit. Yeah. I get it. But, man, that song rules. <laughs> that song is so good. Moving on, one of the other number ones from 2004. This is Confessions, part two. Watch this. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side says she got one on the way. These are my confessions. Man, I'm thrown and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta give part two of my confessions. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it all. Damn, they cried when I got that phone call. This gonna be the hardest thing I think I ever had to do. Got me talking to myself, asking how I'm gonna tell you. About that chick on part one, I told y'all I was creeping with, creeping with. Say she's three months pregnant and she's keeping it. The first thing that came to mind was you. Second thing was how do I know if it's mine and is it true? Third thing was me wishing that I never did what I did. How I ain't ready for no kid and bye bye to a relationship. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side she got one These are my confessions. I'm going to go on a limb here. I don't think he's sincere. <laughs> yeah. First of all, this is part two. Yeah. So he's already confessed to infidelity. He's getting a ton of stuff off his chest on this album. But also, when you have a conversation with someone and you approach in humility, you don't usually start with, watch this. <laughs> That's how he starts. I don't know. If you go back and listen to Confessions Part 1, is mm-hmm. just a phone call where he sounds just distraught yeah. and overwhelmed. So I think he realizes, I got to do this. Might as well make a hit out of it. <laughs> what if this is how she found out? Played the album. <laughs> good news, bad news. Yeah. I mean, when you listen to the lyrics, it's so good. And then it's just so right on the nose of, he just says, my chick on the side. I mean. And also, first thing that comes to mind is, what's my girlfriend going to say? Yeah, okay. My main girlfriend. Right. Second thing that comes to mind. It may not be Is it even true? (laughs) Third thing is regret that I ever did anything with this girl, right? At no point does the child come into his mind or... The pregnant woman and that yeah. experience, like, there's no ownership on his part at all. The only time he even veers in that lane, he's like, eh, well, I guess she's keeping it. Right. It's not like, oh, man, this poor kid and this poor woman is like, ah, crap, I guess she's keeping it. Also, is this a concept album? You got, <laughs> yeah, he meets this girl in the club, and they're doing all that they're doing yep. that Ludacris describes. <laughs> and then in throwback, you know. Is he done with her or is he reflective? Like, what's going on? But then something happens. He gets caught. He confesses. She gets pregnant. He confesses again. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's like a story. And then he line. lets it burn. I mean, he's just like, I got <laughs> to yeah, let, yeah. yeah. let this relationship. Yeah, that's true. That's right. I and think then there's a story here. More celebratory towards the end of the album. Bad girl comes in and, and caught up. <laughs> he's, he's back like, in the club, he's like, man. He's like, that was a tough few weeks. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so he didn't learn a thing. Yeah, yeah no, no, all. no. I mean, yeah. if you listen to Bad Girl, <laughs> he's not very remorseful, though. No. So 
it reminded me of he got together with R. Kelly for a song called oh, Same God. Girl. Oh, my And they're gosh. dating the same girl. And it's got some similar vibes to this song. <laughs> yeah, this is it. I got to hear this. Yeah, we got to hear it. Should I get into the lyrics? Yeah, get into just a little bit early in the lyrics, though. Because it's a whole story. You don't want to miss that. Yeah, so they're describing two different girls, they believe. Oh, okay. But wait. But wait. You didn't get it from the title. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. Went to Georgia Tech, worked for Georgia TBS. Tech. Yeah. Loves Waffle House. Loves all- what a great idea for a song. And those two, which unfortunately <laughs> yeah. are Kelly, but... Hasn't aged as well. No. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about his backstory. It's not that juicy. It's not scandalous. It's more like he was really talented from a young age. Then he just started joining choirs, maybe? Choirs, and they he got put in front of Bobby Brown's bodyguard, mm-hmm. who it says would then take him around and have him perform in parking lots <laughs> and at talent shows. Which I think is so cool. Later on, he gets accredited for discovering Bieber at basically the same age he was doing the same thing. Kind of full circle. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that's true. So lucky that he was named Usher, too. Like, that's his, yeah, that's his name. name. Yeah. Did you read that Usher started to hit puberty? Yeah. L.A. Reid didn't know what to do with him. He was ready to get rid of him, and he sent Usher to be with Puff Daddy in New York. At Flavor Camp. At Flavor Camp. What? Yep. Which I want to go to Flavor Camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go. I'm definitely not sending my kids to no, Flavor Camp. No, not sending my kids to Flavor With Camp. Puff Daddy. It said it was a lavish lifestyle that imagine? was extremely hard for Usher at first. How old was he? It was 94, so 16, 16 yes, to figure out not only puberty, but his career and voice. Oh, my God. In New York <laughs> with Puff Daddy, who I think in 94 would have just been. He was just getting going. Going, yeah. It worked. Yeah. He figured both out. Graduated puberty. With honors. (laughs) His first album comes out in 97, and then there's Nice and Slow, and this is what you were listening to, right? Yeah, this is probably what I would have been listening to in my way, for that to be one of his first songs. If you go back and listen, my way was a hit, and Nice and Slow, and You Make Me Wanna. Those three songs, when I was sitting out on that Bahamian (laughs) beach, I mean, those are the ones that were... They were on Usually repeat. you've got headphones on and listening to something yeah. to think about life. No. But you're not thinking about life. You Would make you? me want to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's finding God. Yeah. Yeah. I blame Richard, but those are three of his still best songs and okay. really good songs. Interesting that they were on his first album. Which one do you want us to play? Oh, I would say My Way. It's the most upbeat of those and just a fun one. She likes it my way. I mean, 
dude. Right from You're in middle school, sitting on a rock. I can't get over to that this. Song. Listening to that song just over and over. And I really think I had no idea about lyrics at that time. What did you think it I was? I think I just loved seventh grade. I had the Lion King soundtrack, I think, was like one of my only CDs. And so I think it was the first time I had like been able to listen to like anything with a beat gotcha. <laughs> you know i think it was just the discovery of like way to just jump in feet first yeah i got all in yeah like the flavor camp in the bahamas it's gonna burn for me to say this it's coming from my heart it's been a long time coming but we didn't been fell apart we really want to work this out but i don't think it's gonna change you. i do but you don't think it's best we go our separate ways yeah That's my favorite. From it's that so one. good. That's always good. Yeah. But he's once again, just kind of matter of fact, why should I stay in this? I got so many other things to deal with. He's nothing if not honest. <laughs> I think his albums, I mean, he's just, from the very beginning, he yeah. just says what he's thinking and feeling. I don't think he's losing any sleep over any <laughs> no. of this. It doesn't seem like. No. <laughs> Number one for non-consecutive weeks. He had 19 consecutive weeks at the top spot, longer than any solo artist ever in the Hot 100 era. Here's the greatest accolade that I found out about it. 2005, it won the Kids' Choice Award (laughs) from Nickelodeon (laughs) for a favorite song. I had no idea this was a thing. How have we not come across this in nine seasons? The Kids' Choice did y'all know about this? Well, I knew there was a Kids' oh, Choice Award. I knew Award. there was a Kids' Choice Award. Favorite song? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I had no idea. And Usher Burn? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the song? I think yeah. about when they played this at the award show and kids were like, yeah. You know, just yeah. eight-year-olds nodding This captures along. what I've been feeling about <laughs> yeah, Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> he come out and accept it and they gave him like the surfboard award <laughs> and then did like they slime him. <laughs> I don't know. Him. That'd be awesome. I feel like <laughs> the slime would come down and then after it all fell, he would just be spinning, and he would have none on him. <laughs> Dancing yeah, it off. it's just gone. He's the only person that it doesn't touch him. It doesn't I love stick. It. I love it. And it beat out My Boo. His song. His song. It beat out Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh, it's a big deal. And Lose My Breath by Destiny's Child. Basically, it looks like every year it's just the hit. For the Kids' Choice Award? Yeah, like 91 Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. 92 Achy Breaky Heart. Yeah. <laughs> Woom, there it is, one in 94, which I'm surprised that song yeah. didn't win for the next five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did in my book. <laughs> I'm surprised Burn did. Just a slow jam for some nine-year-olds to be voting on, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, in this song, he says, find myself calling her your name. Ladies, tell me, do you understand? Now all my fellas, do you feel my pain? They all did. <laughs> like, they voted. Yeah, yeah, they voted, and they said, yes, we do. I, I really hope he has on his mantle, like, I mean, Grammys, and then, like, a, a moon man yeah. from MTV, <laughs> and then, like, a 
pineapple or whatever yeah, from, it is. <laughs> speaking of, I yeah. know we'll talk about the Super Bowl, but yeah, they're doing the whole Super Bowl simulcast thing where they animate it in real time. Oh. And they have slime, they have SpongeBob, and yeah, they've been doing that for a couple of years with NFL games. Is that how you watch the games? Pretty much. <laughs> On Nickelodeon? I get all my I get all my NFL coverage from <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> the starfish. <laughs> so Nickelodeon, was that a big thing for you growing up? I mean, I watched all the I salute your shorts and Double Dare. You don't know about I remember Double Dare. I remember Double Dare. Yeah, salute your shorts was kind of after that. But I was more of a TGIF guy on ABC, uh, kind yeah. of over Nickelodeon. I was Boy Meets World, Family Matters. Sure. I wouldn't go places on Friday nights so that I could stay home and watch Boy Meets World. And my mom started to worry because like, I was passing up on like birthday parties and stuff Oh my gosh. to watch TGIF. Bringing it back to North Carolina again, yeah. Reginald Vell Johnson <laughs> yeah. from Family Matters. Carl Winslow. Now lives in Raleigh. Really? He yeah. does? He does. Have you seen him? I've not seen him. What if I ran into, and he's a cop here in Raleigh. <laughs> he's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> he's still amazing. he's an actual cop. Yeah. If I got pulled over by Carl Winslow, I mean, that'd be I'd awesome. be so happy. Yeah. I'd, I'd pay <laughs> whatever ticket. ticket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the Sepapod drops... On Hot Tuesday, industry term, we're about to be to the Super Bowl where yeah. Usher is performing. Yes. Now, Madison, do you have any predictions for us? What can we expect? Yeah, I've been trying to run, rack my brain of which songs they were going with. Been a little bummed about the Taylor Swift hype. I'm fine that she's at the games, but I just don't want it to overshadow Usher's moment. I think I'm most excited for him to be dancing up a storm. Yeah. I think that's what mm-hmm. you don't always get in a Super Bowl performance. They can't all dance. And I'm thinking maybe 45-year-old Usher still he's gonna still got it. it. He's going to rise to the occasion. Yeah, yeah. It's probably fueling him. Yeah. yeah. And maybe we'll get the hat flip in there. Okay, and so you've seen him a few times? It was my first concert, okay. 2001, with my buddy Darrell Petway. He went to Sanderson with me in our freshman year. He was actually at Walnut Creek. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw him from the lawn, which is interesting to watch a guy dancing like that. Yeah, in a lawn. In a lawn. <laughs> See, yeah. I mean, we're all dancing in the grass, <laughs> you know, sliding around. And then again in 2004, that was like the Confessions Tour. I think it was called the Truth Tour, which is fitting. Kanye opened for him. He had just released, I think, Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. And people were really excited about Kanye, even to the point a few were there just to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a touchy point for me that so many people were coming to see Kanye. Was Kanye good? Kanye was great. It was just a whole different vibe and was less about the entertainment and the dancing. But I was there, obviously for Usher and it's just been a while like people know Usher and they know yeah but it's just interesting how the Super Bowl works that 20 years after four number ones in the same year now he's doing the Super Bowl like you would think he would have done the Super Bowl in 2005 or 2006 and so I'm just I'm nervous for him I'm excited for him you know I just want it to go well Every clip I've seen, I've just been amazed at his dancing. Yeah. How is he that good at everything? He's really good looking. He's super fit. Yeah. And he could sing like that, and then he can dance like that. And he was super self-conscious growing up. He's 5'8", didn't like how he looked. And He looks taller than 5'8". He does look yeah. taller than 5'8". Are there rumors or talk about anyone performing with him? I mean, we can hope that he gets Bieber out there. That would be, I'd be okay with that. It would be incredible if he got, you know, a ludicrous. Yeah. Surprise! some of the classics, Little John, but I haven't heard of any. My friend asked me if Taylor Swift said she wanted to perform at this halftime show, would they let her and kick him at this point? No way. No. A lot of people think they would just boot him and pay him 
if she no. said she wanted First to. First of all, no. Taylor Swift is so much bigger than the Super Bowl. Yeah, she's never going to do it. No, but no. hypothetically, I was wondering, like, if she said, hey, I want to do it. Well, I don't think she would even say yes. Because she's such a music fan. Yeah. First of all, she she enjoys other people's music. And I think she's going to be so excited that it is Usher. Like you I said, think that's she's a, a silly fan. conversation. Yeah. That people are like, or what if she joined him? This isn't a comedy club. Andrea, yeah, she opens for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think she wants the attention on her that night. She's got to let her boo do his thing. Yeah, right. which is just in the playoff game, go 10 for 10 in the first half. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> break Jerry Rice's record. Yeah. So I think it'll be great. The most my phone has ever blown up, more so than the day I've had children, was the day they announced Usher. It was a Sunday. Uh-huh. And they announced he was doing the Super Bowl. Came out of church and had like 30 texts. <laughs> I thought something was going on at home. <laughs> no, it was just that they had announced him as a Super Bowl performer. So it's great. It felt good to be known. (laughs) (laughs) On each Apopod, we challenge one another to remove a song if you had to. What's Usher going to do? He's going to just be honest with you. Tell you what's on his mind. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to hear it. (laughs) I kind of do want to hear it, though. That's going to be a banger. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, if you don't remove a song, let's start with you. If you had to remove a song. I would remove Superstar. It's a good slow jam song, but it's also, to me, a little bit more formulaic to that style. And I think they're just better songs on this album. All right, Madison. Seduction would be the one I'd remove. It's the last song on the album. And you have to remember, I was listening to this as a CD. (laughs) So all these are numbers in my head. So I was just listening to about five or six songs on this album. And so I just never made it to Seduction. (laughs) I listened to it recently. I was like, I don't know if I've ever (laughs) heard this song. So for me, that's what I'd have to remove. Just to get my attention, send a note and a drink. When we made our connection, she nodded and winked. On this note, it said, it's about time we get together. Let's dance now, hook up later. We can do whatever she had covered. There's something dirty about that guitar. And he uses it a lot. That, yeah. l- that little guitar lick is it's, throughout it's, this album. Yeah. 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 Like shower after. Yeah. After every song. <laughs> Take another Jeez. shower. <laughs> It became clear for me, again, making dinner. I've got kids in the other room doing homework or whatever. Had to turn it down a little, a few times, you know? Oh, yeah. But sure. especially when I got to, uh, that's what it's made for. Go on and hit it. That's what it's made for. We got protection. That's what it's made for. Boo, are you tripping? I was like, what? What? <laughs> Once again. Non-apologetic about just seeing what's on your mind. I'm sure. Okay, there's a lot of sex in the album, but there's something about that statement that's so utilitarian, right? You know, it's like I mean, that's what it's made for. Yeah, Yeah, he's just on the nose. Yeah. (laughs) Just to think, there's another song on the album called "Do It to Me," and I can only imagine if that's how dirty that song is. I don't do it to me. Felt a little bit more (laughs) relational. (laughs) All right, now it's time for your senior quote. In your senior yearbook, under your picture, you get to choose a quote that represents the journey you've been on, the road that lies ahead, or um, if you're Madison, some sexual content that you want people to remember you by. (laughs) That's what it's made for. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what is your senior quote? The one I 
to have is probably actually a little bit of a downer. I mean, this oh. is not like a, a downer of an album unless you're, you know, the side chick that's pregnant. So it's kind of tough to come up with one. But for me, the senior quote would be from the song Follow Me. Sometimes I got to smile when I don't feel like smiling. That oh, seems gosh. like a very emo senior in high school. Yeah, but can you imagine like 20 years later looking back and be like, oh, what the Matt Leo, what, oh, man, what, what, what he's up to? Whoa, sometimes man, what, was wrong, what was going on with him? Yeah. yeah. That's a sad boy quote. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, right. I should have talked to him more. <laughs> I should have paid more attention. Madison, what about you? You Got It Bad is probably my favorite song. And he's got a, if you miss a day without your friend, your whole life's off track. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's about as deep, I think, as he ever, ever got. And probably as you ever got in high school. Yeah, about, yeah I was <laughs> about to say, like, I could cling to that my senior year of high school. That's yeah, cool. all so, about your friends. And, yeah. If you yeah. miss a day without your friend, your whole life's off track. All right, what about you, Matt? What's your senior quote? I'm going from Bad Girl, the opening where he says, show enough, shoddy. <laughs> I'm just laying that out there because I'm not specifying which shoddy I'm talking to. Yeah, shoddy. Yeah, it's just shoddy. So. <laughs> all right, Usher. One of the greatest R&B artists, probably one of the greatest entertainers of our time. Mm -hmm. The best high school DJ Mm -hmm. from She's All That. (laughs) That prom was awesome. Incredible. You know, (laughs) name a more fun prom than that one in any movie. Usher just has that kind of power. He does. So he'll be playing at the Super Bowl. It's going to be worth it. But also, it was really fun to uh, listen to this album. Madison, super fun to have you back. We've been planning it now for like two years. Yeah, and, and as soon as the Super Bowl news came out, Lael texted me and was like, "All right, got to do it. We, we got to do, do it. it." So thank you for coming yeah, on. Of and course, it's an sharing honor. your stories. Love it. It's been fun reflecting on this. As always, you can engage with us on social media, whether it's Instagram or X or Threads, at Finest Work Songs. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our website, finestworksongs.com. Until next time, we appreciate you being with us on Finest Work Songs and be on the lookout for another Kenny G now. Welcome to Season 10. We're excited to kick it off with Madison. Madison, what song should uh, take us out today? My go-to karaoke song whenever I get the chance. You got it bad. You got it, you got it bad. I do have one last question for you. Yeah. Like, if you had to guess, whose music do you think has resulted in more babies being made, James Taylor or Usher? When I walked in today, I would have thought Usher, <laughs> but after that game with Matt, I think I'm going to have to go with James Taylor. And he does have a little bit of a head start, Yeah, too, he does. He does. I'm sure so Usher made up some ground. He's made up some ground. In I really thought... I'm going to have to dig deep to find anything that is remote. Borderline this game's dirty. never going to work. <laughs> All I had to do was go to like two albums from the 70s and thought, oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. JT. Man. I look at JT very differently now, too, yeah. <laughs> walking out of this room.
Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio, and you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. And check out any upcoming shows if you are in the Raleigh area. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music.